Fifth on our list? Yes, they have. This time we are presenting this uh, podcast or this discussion with a twist. In the first four uh, episodes or in the first bo- four bowlers that we discussed, it was mainly Pratham asking the questions and me giving my insights. But this time the twist is that I'll ask Pratham a lot more uh, of the questions and I'll you know try and bring his perspective. So uh, Pratham, what what was that one thing which stood out for you in in case of Yash Dial? Because uh, his numbers haven't been particularly great. He's he's en- ended up with an economy of over nine. I think it's nine point two five. So, yep. what is it that makes you think that Yash Dayal could be the one for the future? He reminds me of a former Indian pacer that was basically the guy who we had to rely on <laughs> during uh, the late two thousands as the only consistent uh, pacer at hand. Because. Um, Yes, they are is very reminiscent, right? Um, I, I don't like making player comparisons from one or, you know, necessarily from one person to the other always because there are always nuances, right? Not everybody's the same. And and in this case, not everything is the same. But there's a lot of striking similarities between Yes, they are and Zaid Khan, especially a young Zaid Khan. Um, so that, that, that stood out to me. And, and what I mean by that is um, their actions are very similar. Um, he... In, in terms of qualities like a young Zahir, um, because of that high jump that he has, um, he, he and sort of like Mohsen Khan, the guy we discussed earlier, he has the ability to get a little bit of extra bounce when he bowls, right? Um, now, unlike Mohsen Khan, he, he bowls this, he gets that extra bounce often from a fuller length, which I, which I like a lot because I think it's a very good length to get the wicket in test match cricket very often if you're a, if you're a new ball bowler or a strike bowler, which is often how even Yashtayal was used in this high field. You know, commentators often have this cliche way of going about uh, describing stuff like this, right? He bowls a heavy ball. You've heard that so many times, a, a commentator bring up. But he, in this case, I think it is actually kind of valid. He does bowl a heavy ball. Um, and so that, I, I think that's one thing, that component that I really find that's a, that's a quality in him. Um, he's able to swing the ball in uh, to uh, the right-handers you'd expect from a left-hander, uh, left-handed uh, pacer. Um, I also, I think I've seen him bowl it away as well, um, or at the very least slanted away. Um, so he, he can get the ball moving in two directions, which is good. Where Yashdayal interests me um, in particular, right, is that he seems to have, it, it's kind of weird. You know how like normally the, the idea of T20, the T20 game is sort of deception, right? Uh, the idea is that you, you want to try to keep the batsman guessing. Um, and so bowling different deliveries, bowling variations are very useful. Um, I mean, I, I know you've seen several bowlers, for instance, you know, um, like a great point that you were mentioning was how Kagiza Robada doesn't have a great slower ball. And so he tends to get pummeled at the death um, when he tries to bowl that delivery, right? And so your variations are very important. Yes, Dayal's interesting in that he seems to have the competency actually in bowling deliveries that are involved different grips and seam presentations, right? So I've seen him bowl the scramble seam delivery to very good effect. Um, he got a wicket out of it in his very first match against the Rajasthan Royals. And then he bowled the back of the hand slower ball, which also got a wicket against uh, the Rajasthan Royals when he first debuted against them, right? So he has this, he has a lot of tools in his armory, but he's a weird case in where I think he uses those different variations too much. You mentioned the economy, right? I think 
that's part of the problem, right? Some sometimes I feel he, especially in the death overs, he doesn't bowl too many of those. But in the death overs, where I think a lot of his runs are being taken off, uh, I think his problem is sometimes he bowls too many variations, right? Um, and and sometimes if he was to just bowl three stock deliveries and maybe change the uh, angle at which he's delivering them, right? That could be a variation in of itself without having to resort to an entire new grip of a, a baller delivery, you know? I, I remember there was a conversation with this uh, death bowler in England called Jade Dernbach. Um, and he was talking about, um, he was talking about how, you know, in his career, right? He, one of the things that frustrated him when he would speak to analysts, right? Um, was that they would talk about, you know, different players where a batsman was good, and, and talk about different balls that they, he can't use, right? And so he got into this mindset where, you know, he, he felt like he had to do constantly almost new different things, right? To, to, to try to take care of that, right? And and what he really needed was relying on his strengths, right? Um, and then just varying the order of those up so that the batsman was guessing which of those strengths you're using rather than using multiple different kinds of variations uh, Constantly, right? Um, and I, that 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 sort of resonated with me um, for bowlers bowling at the death, and I think it's the case with Yashdeyal as well. But I am curious to get your impressions of him as well. See, um, I'm still not entirely convinced if he can move ball, the move the ball both the ways. Uh, I think he can probably you know get the ball to straighten or slant it in a way that the ball doesn't move in but just straightens after yeah. pitching. But it's still different from moving it away by wherein you bowl the ball on the foot stump and then it leaves the left-hander. Right. Uh, the other thing that I want to see him do uh, quite more often, which he didn't do in this season at all, is to use the different angle. You know, come look to come around the wicket at the dead. Probably try and tie the batsman because, uh, you know, uh, what he looks to do, especially when when he's bowling to uh, right-handers at the death is. He's looking it to looking to largely bowl wide of the uh, you know wide to them, as it happened with the Butler in in, uh, in the qualifier one, and he might have dismissed Butler for sure. But I thought that once you know that one, first boundary was hit, then he was hit for two boundaries through the uh, third man and point three. So maybe if he can you know look to mix mix it up by coming uh, around the wicket, because that is something which Ashdeep Singh has done quite well. So sure. that is one factor of the game that I want to see him improve upon because. Uh, once he, you know, once he becomes fixated with the idea of coming uh, over the wicket and bowling it wide, batters who can, you know, uh, play the reverse lap, something which uh, Dinesh Karthik, uh, ABD, and uh, Butler can also do well, then you know he'll he, he'll be found out of ideas. Also, I'm not really sure, but I didn't see him use the bouncer quite a lot at the death. Hmm. So. That that's a that's an interesting point, right? Regarding the bouncer, especially. I mean, obviously he can get a bit of extra bounce, and so I I think he's he's sort of the guy who he, he did bowl a very good bouncer to Russell, by the way. He did bowl a very good bouncer to Russell, by the way. Uh, but uh, at, you know the one which was caught, but it ultimately turned out to be a no ball. Yeah. So that is something. So it's not that he can't bowl the bouncer. I just think it's a confidence issue with him while going with the bouncers. You're right. No, I, I think that I think you're spot on about that, right? And and it's one of those things, right, where you know, confidence plays a huge part in this in this game, right? In in general, right? When you you knew you you are, you know, averse to trying out things where you, you don't know like if, if you don't have a lot of faith in your for instance if you're a bowler who has a good bouncer from the fundamentals and I think Dayal has because I mentioned he gets that fuller he gets that extra bounce, right? So you can actually pitch it a lot 
fuller and still you know get the ball up you know sort of neck high um or or even you know eye line high um so i i think it is a confidence thing i think you you're spot on about that you mentioned the thing about coming over and around the wicket which is which is i think really interesting but there's even a, a nuance there which i think would help him just on the basis of even if he was to stay over the wicket or just even if he was to come around the wicket right and that is zaid khan early on and yashdev they came very wide of the crease with your bowling from that wide of an angle right you have to get the ball to move a lot to create issues for the batsman if you come closer to the stumps it becomes a lot a lot of times very e- easier to get plbw especially right because you're close to the stumps the ball's pitching close to the stumps it doesn't have to do much to receive the batsman and hit them in a way where you you can get your decisions upheld i just want to add over here and you make an excellent point about lbw he didn't get a single lbw this season yeah not a single lbw yeah so yeah that's that's i mean that's a huge factor during his later stages of career i saw zaid khan occasionally play around with that you know play around with where he was releasing the ball in terms of the crease right and i think if he can if yashdeal can honestly if he can get sort of coached or mentored by zaid and and zaid can just you know work with him where it doesn't affect his run up right because obviously rhythm is important you don't want to just throw somebody into the deep end and be like hey ball closer to stumps it can cause issues if you can get him a little bit more comfort bowling at different uh, crease points it'll change the angle in which the ball is being delivered um without him having to resort to those excess of variations and that in and of itself that minor variation is huge for batsmen right because if you're getting a ball that's coming closer to the the stumps right and uh, in, or that one you're coming wide of the crease and that's naturally going away right fact um, you know you make a very good point about zaheer uh, coming close to the stumps to the left handers and getting them uh, get troubling them because a lot of uh, towards the latter half of his career he got quite a few left handers out lbw caught on the crease you yeah. know looking to go on the back foot and then missing the missing their fl- uh, their flicks which was primarily due, due to them looking to cover the outswing which might happen from the off stump and you know moving a little across to cover it and then you know suddenly realizing that the late movement is actually bringing the ball back in and then them not being able to get their bat downs in time uh, a dismissal of cook i think from 2007 comes to my mind or probably it was 2011 i'm not sure but he did quite did get quite a few left handers out this way again yashdeal is not someone who's set the world alight with this the numbers that he's produced it's not he's not someone who set the world alight even in terms of the impression he's produced but he is a guy who has still left a bit of a mark and, and there's still something promising with him uh in store as always for each and every player we've had a prediction segment where we look ahead or at what could be the possible trajectories of of the careers of these players uh so i'll ask pratham what he thinks about the short term and the long term future of someone like yashdeal sure um so i know i i might get a little bit annoying uh, in these some of these segments because i i have a very optimistic future for a lot of these uh players um you know yes he's only played one season for kret uh <laughs> but but the good thing about yashdeal is he's actually played a, a fair amount of fc matches right i think it's 15 or, or 16 something of that effect um so he, he's i mean it's not a lot but he he has had a proper season behind him um and in terms of answering a question where i see him in terms of a short term long term perspective and a domestic IPL perspective and international perspective right um 
start with the short term. I think he's definitely going to get picked in the IPL again. Um, I don't think, unlike some of the other bowlers we covered in this list, you know, somebody like a Mohsen Khan or a Mukesh Chaudhary or Ashdeep Singh, I don't think his team's going to retain him. Um, cause just because I think they have more valuable assets uh, with them. Um, you know, Pandya being one was a, already giving you the fast bowling quotient. So I don't, I don't see him coming quite into the picture uh, of that. But I do see a lot of other teams who may have had bad seasons uh, him, uh, Mumbai Indians trying to, you know, pouch him a little bit because I think they, they, they would be very they would find his surfaces very useful after the, the absolute stinker over here that they've had um, going forward but I, I think he I think he will get another IPL gig so I, I'm not too concerned about that um, and if he shines here, he will be able to create an impression. I think what will be interesting to see from his perspective is how he bowls in FC, right? Because uh, I think he has an average of 28, which is not bad on the wickets that he's bowled uh, so far. But I am a little bit curious to see if he can put in some really good numbers uh, in in a season. If he can have a breakout season in, in first-class cricket. Because he does seem like the sort of bowler who India could use in a, in a longer format context. It, it's a bit odd because I, I feel like there's almost an element here where he's a bit shoehorned. Um, as somebody who's more a long format bowler into a, a you know a short format kind of a affair, right? Um, and so I think he might be a guy who might not even leave that much great of an impression even next season or or in the IPL that he plays. But I think he should be on the radar of the selectors as a first class bowler as a backup uh, that India could use. Because again, and as I pointed out when we were talking about Arshdeep Singh, India needs a left arm fast bowler, and they especially need need a left arm fast bowler in a lot of test matches where that angle um, and and that ability to extract a little bit of bounce has been our undoing in places. I mean, we lost the South Africa tour in part because our bowlers didn't have the, to get that little bit of extra bounce compared to the taller uh, South African bowlers who were able to bowl and get the ball at a higher release point and ex- exaggerate the, the inconsistency of bounce in those wickets. So I think there is a, a lot of potential of him as a for as a long-term first-class bowler, uh, but in the short term, I, I see him getting an IPL contract, um, just not with Gujarat. So, as far as I'm concerned, oh, I think he'll still get retained with Gujarat. I think Gujarat might let go someone like Pradeep Sangwan. Hmm. Uh, having said that, you know, I think he he'll get contracts probably at least for the next two seasons for sure. Even if he have a bad, if he, even if he has a bad, bad season uh, the next time. Uh, as far as his India career is concerned, like you said, uh, and I've been saying before that I don't judge players on on just one uh, season alone. I think there is scope, uh, but he'll he'll be behind the pecking order than the than a few left armers. There are few left-handers ahead in the pecking order. There's Mohsin Khan, someone like Khalil Ahmed was also very good in this IPL, who moved the ball very well. Uh, both away and uh, you know into the uh, batter, whether it be a right-hander or a left-hander. So I think uh, Yash Dayal ha- still has time, and like we discussed, he needs to move a lo- uh, move the ball a lot more away from the left-hander or bring it back into the right-hander. And obviously, the angles which he bowls at is is going to be the key. So time will tell how he goes.